Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Sovereign Health Podcast. This is Persephone Rose. I am the Red Diva. This is episode number two. I am recording in my apartment in the heart of the Willamette Valley in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. There are sometimes garbage trucks or sirens or the hum of my air conditioning unit, which I am not going to turn off because, well, it's hot. Last episode, it was a cold and dreary day, but finally summer has come. And while we seem to have skipped spring, I am grateful for the blue skies and the sundress weather that has arrived. Last episode, I also let you know that there were dishes in my sink and Today, I am grateful that there are not. Sometimes it is an act of nourishment to ignore the dishes in the sink. Sometimes it is an act of nourishment to do them. And sometimes you get to be grateful that someone else did them for you. In my case, that someone is the same someone who set up the window box AC unit yesterday, for which I am exquisitely grateful. Speaking of being grateful, did you know that when you are in a conscious state of gratitude, you cannot biochemically or neurologically be in a state of fight or flight? Being grateful turns on your parasympathetic nervous system and turns off your sympathetic nervous system. When you are in fight or flight, you are not in rest, digest, and metabolize. When you have cortisol in the system, you cannot absorb nutrients, process toxins, release fat from cells for fuel, etc., etc. Cortisol has a pretty intimate, kinky relationship with insulin. So, Cortisol affects blood sugar levels, which affects mood and energy and inflammation. If you were to do a Google search on gratitude, you would find a bazillion articles on the health benefits of gratitude. So yes, it is cliche, but it got to be cliche because it works. I recently read a study out of the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley that showed that the singular commitment to a gratitude practice over the course of several years resulted in the achievement of really big life goals. These were life goals that indeed required pedal to the metal, nose to the grindstone, unwavering action, whether that life goal was climbing a mountain or getting a certain level of education or losing a certain amount of weight or starting a business or finding the love of your life or writing a book or whatever. And these study participants didn't commit to a training program or hire coaches or write out a detailed five-year plan. In terms of their commitment to being in this study, they simply wrote down things they were grateful for every day. And they achieved their big rocks, their big life goals, more efficiently than the people who did not 
do that practice. Even when those other people committed to the training program or hired a coach or made a five-year plan. Gratitude reduces cortisol. It raises dopamine and serotonin levels. Some studies show that it regulates inflammation, lowers pain. And almost all studies looking at gratitude as a practice suggest that across the board, it improves well-being and physical health. That even within the chaos of anxiety or the darkness of depression, finding something to appreciate can flip a switch. So listen, as a nutritionist, I am always going to preach blood sugar management. I'm always going to talk about nutritionally dense food and toxin avoidance. But even before I coach about nutritional biochemistry and balancing macronutrients, I'm going to ask you, tell me five things you're grateful for in this moment. Gratitude is the very first stepping stone in stacking the odds in your favor. It is the number one way to stop dying of cortisol. Hey, Percy here. I bet you're wondering, what is the key foundational thing that you can do through food and nutrition that can help heal your body and your life? Balance your blood sugar. Not just when you get that high A1C score or glucose blood test. I'm talking every time you put food in your mouth. Blood sugar, too high or too low, affects your energy levels. It affects your cortisol levels and your inflammation levels moment by moment. And that affects your mood, your outlook, your motivation, your inspiration, and the energy vibration from which you are manifesting and creating your life. What's a good rule of thumb for blood sugar management? Eat all the macros, protein, fat, carbohydrates, and I'm talking the good kind here. Ideally, not just over the course of a day, but you guessed it, every time you put food in your mouth. Balancing blood sugar is one amazingly powerful way that you can stack the odds in your favor. I was reading a book on attachment disorders recently, describing how trauma helps inform how we connect to other human beings. And there was a concept that jumped off the page and landed under my nose about the difference between a trauma and just regular stress. So we can experience really profoundly stressful things, but those stresses only become trauma when our nervous system cannot recover from it. When that cortisol moment is either so instantly impactful or so repetitive that in regards to that particular stressor, we never leave fight or flight. Stress becomes trauma 
when our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems never rebalance, when our amygdala never stops firing danger signals in response to the cellular memory of that stress. Think about that in terms of the everyday moment by moment cortisol soup that we swim in and breathe in and do life in. Guess what practice signals the pituitary gland to signal the adrenal glands to stop secreting cortisol? Guess what practice lights up the pineal gland, which ultimately tells the thyroid gland to start resuming metabolism? Guess what practice turns on the parasympathetic nervous system? When the parasympathetic nervous system is turned on, putting you in a state of rest, digest, and metabolize, the sympathetic nervous system cannot be on. You cannot be in a state of gratitude and be in fight or flight. And you cannot be healthy and be in a constant state of fight or flight. So here's the deal. In any given moment, you can, for a split second, come out of fight or flight by blurting out some things that you're grateful for. It can happen that quick in a moment. But when you take this on as a practice, you begin to change your life. You gain sovereignty over your adrenal glands, over your metabolism, over your blood glucose levels, over your stress and your traumas. You put into motion that manifesting magic that enables you to build the life you desire to create health on the cellular level and the self level. When you notice what repeatedly shows up in your gratitude stream of consciousness, that connects you to your own values and allows you to choose living in accordance with them. And that, my friends, is what sovereignty is. There's also that saying that, you know, energy flows where attention goes or what you pay attention to is what you attract into your life. So from that metaphysical perspective, paying attention to that which exists in our life already that we appreciate and enjoy gives our attention and our energy and our creative force to bringing in more of that. So here's my challenge to you. For 30 days, write down every morning and every evening 10 things that you are grateful for. Now, you can go out and buy a beautiful journal to do this in, or, you know, you can write them on a whiteboard, or, you know, you could write them on the palm of your hand and take a picture of it every day, or you can write them on the back of junk mail and magnet them to your fridge. I don't care. It can be as ritualistic or not as you desire. But as the days progress, try to feel into this practice 
try to feel what it does to your body as you are doing it and start to notice the things that show up on your list and start to plan your life around giving yourself more of that which you appreciate and enjoy. If your life is so awful that you have a hard time coming up with things to be grateful for, please go to Red Diva Sovereign Health on Facebook and look for my suggestions of good stuff. I'm going to take on this challenge with you, and there will be some pinned posts where you can comment your gratitudes every now and then, and also see the things that I value, that I am building my life around. That Facebook page is also the place to go for bite-sized info on other building blocks in a sovereign life. That, my friends, concludes this second episode of the Sovereign Health Podcast. I am the Red Diva, Persephone Rose, and I so appreciate your listening ears. If you have enjoyed this podcast and have comments or questions, if you'd like to find out about coaching sessions, please find me on Facebook at Red Diva Sovereign Health or email me at percyrose at reddiva.com. That is P-E-R-C-Y-R-O-S-E at R-E-D-D-E-V-A dot com. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out and have a beautiful day.